0: Live. Hello Insta. Jay from Lads Talk Elf. Wishing everybody as always loads of love and sending everybody loads and loads of positive healing energy. I hope everybody's had a wonderful Wednesday so far. Just waiting for my lovely mate Harry Thomas to join. There he is. Wave at him first and then wait for him to request. Oh Zoe as well. Hey Zoe, what's happening? Lovely Zoe, we just connected. Where are you, Hazza? Harry, Harry, Harry. It's my famous song for you, Hazza. Where are you? Harry, Harry. There he is. I was chanting your name. Yep. Oh my God, bruv. I'm redder than ever. Look at the vet. I got cooked. Me and Gaz was playing backgammon. Hi, Zoe, by the pool today. If I show you my back, bruv, I look like one of them. Straight off the boat, English, just gone somewhere hot, forgot to put on <laughs> suntan lotion and just got that red, raw strip of bacon down near back. But I just realised my boat is tomatoed as well. Anyway, that's enough about me. How are you doing, mate? <laughs> yeah,
1: thank you. I'm just, um, yeah, just finished uh, uh, four hours of Portuguese this morning. Uh, got into a routine now and, and learned that every day, which has been interesting. It, it, I've been living here for a few months and my Portuguese hasn't really improved too much and you, you pick up so much more when you're, you're literally constantly repeating it again and again. So that's been interesting and, and just working on our projects at the moment as well, which is exciting.
0: Speaking of which, Zoe Forbes, the lovely Zoe Forbes, who uh, thank you very much, by the way, has that for the introduction. She's tuned in. So do you want to mention what we're doing with Zoe on Thursday, tomorrow? Yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah, tomorrow. So tomorrow evening, six pm UK time. Uh, Zoe's going to be interviewing me and James. It's all geared around men's mental health, and our name is Lads Talk Health. And we were saying it's very interesting that the majority of our listeners are females. And- yes,
0: like Fatma. What does that mean, Fatma? <laughs>
1: And if, we, if you look at uh, the amazing work that Zoe does, Zoe also is a coach. I've been on a, a coaching journey with her, um, and she empowers a lot of females. But as we know, that men's mental health is something that needs to be discussed and doesn't really get addressed too much because men don't like to, to speak about it. Mm. So it's almost talking to the female audience who all have men in their lives that they love dearly, and to almost drop in some like, nuggets and, and things that we've picked up over the years and, and the, the personal experiences that we can share. And all it takes is just one thing that can influence change in someone else's life. So um, that's going to be tomorrow at 6 p.m. Um, so stay tuned because it will still be on the Lads Talk uh, profile as well.
0: So that's 6 p.m. your time. No, it's not 6 p.m. It's 6 p.m. UK time, yeah, just to make that. Because awesome. obviously we're all over the place. In different in different world uh, time differences. Now that's a uh, um. I've uh, obviously it's interesting because you brought Zoe to my attention a while back and shared just how amazing she was, and that's um sort of the first I'd heard about. Her. So so to then connect and have this opportunity. Thank you, Zoe. By the way, we're really looking forward to it. Mental health is a massive, massive personal one for me. Um. So yeah, really looking forward to uh to getting involved and, uh, and having a good chat. But tonight. So tonight has a
1: best self. <laughs> I, a I'll, let you, I'll let you introduce this one.
0: Right. So best self. Actually, I'm going to give you the outcome of this video to start with this week. So, and these are all facts that you ain't going to go and read any books about. This is going to be your experiential inner knowledge knowing straight away. Every single person, you... Everyone you know, but let's just make sure we're talking about you. You yourself have absolutely everything already inbuilt to be your best self. You don't need nobody's help to be your best self. You might need a bit of guidance. is what me and Harry love working with in regards to where you find your best self, because it's about lifting up a mirror. But the fact of the matter is you are the best you that ever was, is, or will be. You're the only you. That ever was is or will be and just appreciating how unique you are to start with and start from that place of gratitude for just being who you are that's a good starting place for your best self so the outcome is the talk today is about being your best self and we're gonna explain how many multi best versions of yourself you play egotistically unfortunately on a daily basis but we'll touch on that because it's always ego and it's always soul and best self is going to be affiliated to the soul but as you'll hear you're experiencing already the versions of yourself that you're playing on a daily basis from an egotistical standpoint but your best self is you your inner you your inner child that you that you know you can be and you will be once you start saying, I am my best self. So tonight's going to be about just how incredible you are. Um, but zooming out and having a look at it from a multifaceted perspective, because let's face it, we all play so many roles in our lives. Me, for example, dad, husband, uh, dad, dad to my daughter, dad to my son. There's two different dad roles there, people, by the way. And it is true that saying, "no," oh, you don't you. you you love them all the same. You do love them the same amount, but there is a difference in the role you play with your kids. So there's already two roles. My husband, as I said, son, brother, friend, coach. There's so many versions of me, and am I being my best self across the board all the time? No, I'm definitely not. Am I working on it? Definitely, all the time. I'm being aware of it, because that's where it starts. Failure, from an egotistical standpoint from a soulful standpoint, is your strength. Because without that feeling of failure of, ah, oh, why did I do that? How do you know what to do right next time? So again, it's understanding that you as you are, flawed as you are, you're incredible.
1: Mm-hmm. That self-reflection part is so key to all of this as well. Because we go through life and we fail. Literally, as soon as we're born, we're trying to walk, we fall over, we touch things, we burn ourselves, we fail all the time. So without that, we won't be able to move forward. So just the word fail, we see so many people beat themselves up and then live in the past and like, oh, I wish I did that. I should have done this differently. So the key part to all of this is to show you how you can go through these different chapters that we keep speaking about, but to pull yourself back to this point. Okay, okay well, what would my best self look like at this point? And remember, life isn't just one straight journey. There's so many things that happen and take place within our life. And there's going to be times where you are challenged. There's going to be times where you wake up feeling terrible. There's going to be certain events that have taken place and you're not in, in the right frame of mind. So being your best self is very different each time as well. It's your best self right now. And that's a key part as well. Sometimes when we use the word best self, People go back to a time where there was at their fittest or there was at their strongest. And that's what they associate with best self. And they can't get back to their best self. But that's the previous version of you. But right now, let's say that you have an accident, for example. What is your best self at this moment in time with your present moment that like was going on? And it's so powerful because I think it allows people to come up with their own game plan to assess where they are, to be okay with it, to know that, okay, and it's like, what am I going to do, like James said, moving forward? And just it's a constant reminder, it's a constant reassurance, it's a great feeling when you know that there's always more that you can do too, if we look at things from a different perspective. So I think it has a lot of power uh, with everything we do in life, and we've seen the benefits personally, both of us, and also... Quite quickly, when clients get grasp of this and get used to asking themselves this question, they go and see some radical changes too.
0: It's interesting as well. Two, one thing I want to pick up on what you said, which um, I knew it would lead into at some point, but you, you piled it straight in there, straight away, was to be your best self, you have to be present. That's a fact. You cannot be the best self in your past. Because again, straight away, that's an egotistical best self. You're gauging, even over yourself, you're gauging what you was. No, your best self is always now, always now. So that's the first thing. And it's interesting. So in all the, regardless of, of type of client that uh, I work with, when I take them through medit- meditative experiences uh, or mindful experiences, when we get to the part where, I, I ask them, I suggest, right, I just want you to have a look at the amount of roles you play across your life and engage them. Score them out of 10. And it has to be, your score has to be based on what you are putting into that relationship as well as what you're taking back from that relationship. And that's nearest and dearest as everyone. You've got to be really honest. When you're being your best self, you can't lie to your soul again. You've got to be honest with yourself. So it's best self with the wife, with the kids. I can give examples, loads of examples where I've not been my best self with my kids and my kids, even though they're kids, they're not being their best self. So it's my job to, to realign them and show them that as well and guide them. But point being, whenever I come out of the experience with these clients and I ask them, how did you find that? Every single time people say, do you know it was really interesting when you told me to look? at the different roles I play in my life because I didn't realize, because I said, I always say, because again, off of, we're always learning ourselves. I get better at what I do by listening to the feedback from the people. And I remember from the beginning, everyone, multiple people said the same thing. Oh, you know, it was hard because I, I kept seeing myself as a husband and I'd fast as a dad and then I'd fashion as a son. And I said that's, and I include in the experiences, as soon as you start looking at the roles you play, it will jump. Oh, if you just close your eyes now and just imagine the role, just try and think of the roles you play in your life, your mind's going to go, Took-took! you're going to see all random people, random faces, some of you think where that comes from, because that's how multifaceted we are. But that's how big of an influence our ego has on our being across our whole being, because we're being ourselves in each world. We, we're thinking we're being ourselves a lot of the time in these roles. But when you strip it back, as I said, it's always interesting to get that feedback. And what commonly comes up is, yeah, i realized recently, uh, one of the young mums from school that I told you about, that that young girl. um a young girl. She's younger than us. <laughs> uh, but basically, she when she came out of the experience and she said, oh, when you asked me to... Um, look at the roles she said you mentioned one of the next na- because i knew one of her friends from from the school just another mum so to give an example i brought her name up and when i brought her name up she said i instantly assessed that whole relationship with that person and you know what james i realized i'm not only am not being myself i'm giving away a lot of my energy and not getting it back and then feeling down on myself for not getting it back what sense does that make and it was like oh that's amazing <laughs> so again it's we can always a light bulb moment we can all relate to that there's roles we play where we're playing up to someone's expectations of us which doesn't align with us so guess what you haven't got to do that you have no obligation to ever play a role other than your soul role that is the only obligatory job you have. Why? Because it's inherent and it's what you are. It's what is your essence. It's what you infuse when you just be you. And if that's not enough for somebody else, then guess what? That's on them. You have no explaining to do whatsoever. That is all on them. And you don't have to feel down like that mum. She was like, "Why well, was I feeling down? Because your ego. Your ego saying, saying, see, there you go again that's you, you're not good enough, or you did that. No, no, you can always stand on your truths because your best self will be your truth as well.
1: What I love about all of this as well, it, it creates awareness. So the roles every time you get like these aha moments from people because some people are unaware of the roles that they do play And even deeper, some people don't play the roles that they're meant to be playing. They're just completely oblivious that 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 even existed as a role. And I guess it'd be a really good exercise for anyone listening at the moment is get a pen and paper out and maybe after spend more time on it as well. Sit there and take your time, write down the roles that you do play try to spend a bit more time thinking about it because to start with it will be the main ones I'm a, I'm a son or daughter I'm a parent I'm a friend I'm a stranger but go even deeper than that like the roles I'm a customer within in a restaurant I'm um uh, uh what's it called I'm a, a colleague or I'm a advisor on the phone from work like play all the roles because there's certain times that we don't show up at all and if we were just aware of it, you can snap out of it. i give you a good example. I've got a PA uh, or a virtual assistant from India that I use now and then. And I definitely don't show up my best self when I'm working with them. I, I, I go into this horrible character and I, I caught myself. like I'm not being my best self at this point when we were deciding the time, tar- I'm getting frustrated, but my best self didn't give clear instructions. I just assume that someone's playing the role that knows what to do and I've gone into this automatic response <laughs> so that reminder of being your best self you'll start seeing as you go through the day you'll catch yourself at certain points again pulling you present and there's nothing better to catch yourself when you realise actually I'm not being my best self at the moment and you can ask yourself what can I do right now again meet with kindness, uh, kindness appreciate go and notice something they've done for you which I haven't uh, picked up on before. And that really helps. So let's start with this exercise then, is to write down all the roles. And a lot of times we go through life and we're a bit lost as well. So once you've wrote down the roles, see if you can pull up one thing that you can do for each one of those roles over the next week, just one. And all of a sudden this role that, let's say my sister, what one thing I can contact her this week. I haven't spoke to her in two weeks. So... Me just being my best self at the moment, at where I am in my life, contacting her is still better than last time. And it starts allowing you to st- start improving other areas of your life without actually doing anything too much. But you brought mm. awareness to it. But also your days start filling up with things that you're doing for you, which is improving your life, other people's lives around it. And again, just enhances what can I do next? And that's how we grow.
0: Yes, bang on, mate. And uh, it's funny because I've been fighting whether to say this or not, but I love my mum to bits. But to give a, <laughs> a classic example of a role. So, whenever, like I live in Spain, I used to live in Greece, obviously lived in England. Point being, I've, I've, the reason I mention that is I've eaten out with my mum in England, in Greece, in Spain, no matter where we go to, no matter how good. The food is. My mum sits down, ready to complain, before it's even started. And then while she's eating, how's your food, James? <laughs> <laughs> how's your food, guys Is the kids' food or whatever? like it's before? And again, that's a. The thing is, my mum is wonderful. I love Mum. She's got such a beautiful soul. But <laughs> sorry, I just had to. <laughs> She's playing an arsehole role when she's playing that role. So, <laughs> sorry, sorry mum, I love you, but I just—it is it, funny because, and I, and the thing is, and I used to, right? Like, I, I used to get really frustrated. Like again, I'd play that role. Like I'd be ready. I'd sit down ready to play the role of the frustrated son because mum's gonna start moaning again and looking to complain or looking to get a bit of money off and and. Which I know, like, does not align with my mum's soul at all, but it's a role she's played. Why? Because in her family, from her mum, my lovely nanny Lo, God rest her soul, <laughs> like you can see where these things, these roles of of you're mimicked. You mimic a lot from your parents as well. Obviously, we all do. We all do. Um, but yeah, and again, how now, like before it even starts, I place my mum. Right, mum, we're gonna sit down. And no matter if this food's good or bad, or how much it costs, we're going to have a nice time. And she just laughs. And I can still see at times, she's dying. To, I mean, you've experienced my mum with at that time. That's another example where you actually experienced my mum's role as Nan, where actually that's a good example, Hazza. We switched to that. You witnessed that as an observer. And, and the thing is, this sh- should be relevant to a lot of people out there because a lot of us, thankfully, hopefully, have all got mums. And if you haven't, uh, God rest their souls or whatnot. But, you know, I'm hoping m- most, of, most of us have experienced, hi, Kelly, has, have experienced the importance of a mother. There is nothing like a mother's love. Shout out to all the women. There is something different in that maternal love. And I've witnessed that of being a dad. When the chips are really down with my kids and they need that emotional, soulful love, they'll go straight to mum. Good evening back to you, Kelly. So, point being, like you know, there is nothing like a mother's love. So, I'm not downplaying my mum in any way, shape, or form. Just being very honest with my my observations. But yeah, Harry, if you share the role my mum and because at that point she was playing the role of my mum, the nan, Mm -hmm. the guest in the house. So yeah, do you wanna?
1: Yeah. So. Again, the role of a Nan, she has a set way of doing things. And there must have been an exchange in conversation with James and his mum prior to this. So James is just, I think going through the coaching course at the time, and, and we were talking about holding the space or holding the silence. So just a, a quick uh, overview of what that is. When we're having conversations with people, it's so often that whenever there is a silence, we want to go and fill it and we want to go and talk. And what happens is, is when people are talking, the moment there's a silence, the other person then goes and feels it. The magic of coaching is when there is a silence, you hold it. Just hold the space for the other person and you keep holding it. It should be a little game that you play in your head. That's what makes you present. But giving that other person that space, magic happens. Like They start coming up with their own answers. There's a book called Time to Think that talks about this a lot. So anyway, Aaliyah was being... Misbehaving, I guess, attention-seeking. I guess there a few people in the house at the time. I'd met James's mum. James was there, and Leah had been misbehaving. And well, she
0: was she was only two then, as well, wasn't she? She was two years old.
1: I think two, yeah, she was two, and also uh, I think your uh, Gaz wasn't well, so your missus no. wasn't well. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. That's and she right. wasn't at the house, and I think Leah was misbehaving of not saying I love you to mum, or not even having a conversation. Yeah, that's
0: right. Good memory. Yes, that's what it was. Yeah.
1: And then you said, um, uh, Aaliyah, and she was playing up with her dollhouse and stuff. Aaliyah, and, and in the yeah. end, I can't remember exactly, but you held the silence. And you just held the space. She'd done something and she knew she'd been naughty. And normally I, I can imagine parents would tell your kid off. <laughs> But James just gave her a stare and just hold the space. But there was this moment within the room. It was me and another <laughs> guy. <laughs> but I saw, I was watching his mum. So the nan of Leah was literally pacing up and down. And you could see <laughs> she wanted to say something. And there must have been an exchanging conversation for her not to. But James just held the space. And it was a... For people watching it could have been seen as an awkward silence. I'm in my coaching mode like, what is going on here? <laughs> and you could see Aaliyah first of all, misbehaving, attention seeking, looking at everyone, no one's giving her any attention apart from James. And then all of a sudden she went through and what we witnessed was the levels of ego. <laughs> she literally went down. To the different levels of a playhouse
0: it was a barbie house so that's the house. thing it was a barbie house it was as tall as her so it started off from there then the top went <laughs> go on i'll let you carry on anyway
1: yeah went went down went down and in the end went onto her knees and started crawling over to james and james still stood there of the presence you could see like in james's mum's head now i was like oh my god this is working too but i want to say something like <laughs> And Aaliyah come all the way up to James, and then... Um, and uh, Aaliyah answered, and from, from, from that moment, uh, it just proved that when you do something, <laughs> that you put it into place and it works that powerfully, it impacted everyone in the room. And the one person that knew she was in the wrong, in that silence, even a little girl, was then coming to her own conclusions of how to get out of it. So, yeah, it was a a, a really, really powerful experience that we share all the time now when we give examples of playing the roles and and holding the space.
0: Yeah, because, sorry, I dropped dropped that there, Hazard. Um, But um, the the important part was was witnessing my mum. Like you said, and that's my mum. I love my mum to bits. I've seen my mum play that role so often. And, again, I'd played my role as her son up until that point had... Um, allowed for her to play a role that wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't actually serving her grandchildren. You know, kids do need to learn lessons. They don't always need to be told. That's all right. It, no, sometimes it's not. So it was, and again, it was interesting observing her play that role as my mum, as the nun, as the the person in the room, like you said, the only senior female figure in a, in a very parental, scenario where maybe nan feels oh, i need to be the nan right now you know and it was yeah, it was it was really interesting so back to the the, the discussion we're trying to give you again I, the reason me and harry like to give personal experiences as well i believe it makes it makes it more real and something me and harry have really learned and got excited about lately is is how powerful and this is to do with playing your role of your best self as well because like i said at the beginning all of all of the information we're giving now in regards to you being your best self, you already have, you already have, you're already best at being you better than anyone else could ever be at being you already. That's a fact. But it's, it's when you start, it's when you start really understanding. Sorry, I just a bit of an insight went off there as well, actually from my experience, it's when you start having that understanding that, going into yourself and looking for your best self is one of the most empowering things you can do for yourself because we are all guilty of looking at other people to soak, to find the best version of ourself, holding up that mirror. And that was a big, big thing for me. So I went quiet in a minute. I just remember when that, and the thing is, it comes up slowly is, and again, it's not something that me and Harry are, claiming to be gurus, that we fail at this all the time. But that's why we talk about this and make ourselves accountable for these things. It's so important. And if you've got good people in your life to be able to have these meaningful conversations with and, and be able to pull each other up on things, it, what a privilege. And what, what a you know that, that person helps you be your best self. Talking about the roles in your life, that's why it's so important to look at them. Like Harry's role in my life has made me a better version of myself and continues to do so. That's something is an ongoing process by just being able to know every time I speak to Harry, I'm not going to play the role as anything. I'm just turning up as my best self. Right. Harry, this is what we've got going on. And that, that in itself is, is why it's so important to look at the roles that you have in your life, friends, uh, family, loved ones, you know, the whole lot, all, all of these roles are part of you. They're taking importantly, They're taking your energy. Every one of these roles that you're playing is is you're giving a bit of yourself. And again, I'm telling you this, no matter what you think of yourself, I know this of yourself. You're incredible. You deserve all your energy and you deserve to choose who you give it away to. And you deserve to know that you're giving that away because you know it's coming back. And that keeps you in a healthy with healthy uh, role with that role that you're playing there because you're not going to stop playing the roles. What a beautiful reminder, guys. Uh, cheers, Kelly. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's... Kelly, if you've got anything to pitch in on this, jump in. I love Kelly to bits, by the way. She's, uh, and I know your story, Kelly, as well. So, yeah, I'm sure if you've got anything you want to pitch in on this, feel free to join this live. All right? Just know that, Kel. And it'd be good to catch up anyway. But yeah, it is, it's so important taking that mirror up like Kelly, me and you did on our course and really looking in and initially being scared of, your, of what you see. When you really look at yourself, that's where I lost my chain of thought, Harry, and it's came back to me. It's your inner truth. That's something me and Harry have been getting really excited about lately is When you start realizing all this stuff what it brings you back to is is your inner truth and knowing that (gasps) that's enough i've got all the answers to my problems thank you for your kind words i'll give a go on that yes nice one um you've got all the answers to your problems inbuilt inbuilt you have since you was a child since you was a child you you come out with this universal experiential knowledge just think You've just done nine months underwater in darkness. Think how incredible what you must have developed in that time with your senses. You're starting playing your best self. You come out your best self for when you're inside mother's womb and mother's giving you all that maternal love and nourishing your mum's. I'm telling you then that, that, that mother is her best self. She's creating you, your best version. You come out with that. And then what happens is, unfortunately, and what's quite ironic about this is, and I fall into this category, is then as parents, we start chipping away at our children's best selves by telling them, don't do this, don't touch that, you can't do this, which is normally gauged off the back of our own egotistical roles that we play, which often in, from a new parent is then you go back to what did my mum and do? dad do but you don't realize as much as i love them none of our parents are perfect all of the damage to our children starts with us as parents yes it does it really really does and that's the way it works the important thing is as a parent as a human is to be able to look at your role as a parent and acknowledge okay am i being my best self my best self not Not anybody else's influence. Not the perfect family down the road that they're always so happy and what would they... No, none of that. Just yourself. Mirror up. Love yourself. Know yourself as your best self. Get to know. Remind yourself of just how much you like your best self. All the stuff that makes you laugh as a kid. Kindness, love, joy, horse riding. Whatever it is, things that make you happy contribute to you being your best self. How simple is that? How can you be sad and be your best self? Impossible. You have to be happy and be your best self. How do you be happy? By doing the things that you want to do. That's a good starting point.
1: hmm I'm gonna uh, elaborate on that even more now and, and go into relationships with someone else because it influences everything as well. But being your best self is not being the best. I think that's a thing that we have to make clear. There's always going to be people better than you at one thing. They're going to be better looking. They're going to be better in the gym. They're going to be better at uh, intelligence. There's always people that are going to be better. But let's now just say that you're going to meet someone else and they have their own values of what they look for in a person. So there's certain things that they're going to really like, look for certain things and they see that as a high value. So when we're now looking at our best self, there's certain things that we know that we need to improve on. Maybe we haven't seen that as an importance if we want to be with this person, because there's going to be mutual ground. But it it doesn't mean that you're going to have to be the best at it. So rather than focusing on one thing that might be their values, focus on your whole life holistically. If you now look at all the roles that you play, how can I be my best at it? So then that one person has to make a decision, okay, maybe they're not as good as Dave and James over there, but collectively they've got so much more going on. They've got awareness of all the things in their life happening. And I think once you start becoming an understanding of what their values are, what your values are, and what you, you can work on uh, within that, and you know that you're turning up as your best, and there's certain things... I'm not good at certain things, but I'm doing my best within that, and that's all I can do. What it leads you to is that you're okay with yourself because you can't do any more than give it your best. And if you know that, then no matter what other people want from you, sometimes you can't match that because you're turning up as your best self within your scope. And if you know that as your truth, then you don't have to let other people influence your life, which sometimes happens too much in the relationships. The other thing to realise is some of our insecurities come from us knowing that we're not being our best self at a certain role. We have let ourselves go from not being in shape. We, We haven't focused on maybe our studies, which we should, or just giving you some examples. But then we get really like frustrated or we, our ego comes in and tries defending ourselves. But deep down, we know that we haven't been our best self at that. So I like the best self because it does bring you to your own truths. It also makes you realize what, what I do want to improve on because I want to and what I, I want to improve on to better myself as a human being. And when you can start addressing all these areas of your life, you start becoming more intelligent, you start becoming more happier, you start becoming... Uh, more healthier because all of a sudden there's a tension on certain parts so rather than going Full steam on just one area You've now focused on all these other areas being better at each of them overall you're going to be a better human being and, and Ever since the best self this this saying all the time has come into my life It makes me let go of certain things that I keep trying to control that sometimes I haven't got control of or Right now, I'm new to this, it's a new skill, it's a new activity. So I'm doing my best within that, I'm nowhere near what the best is. If I just keep working at my best self at this time, let's say Portuguese learning language, nowhere near where I I could be, but I'm doing what I can at the moment to know that if I keep turning up as my best self, learning, focusing, giving myself the intention to do what I can within that session, I'm going to then fall into that character of speaking fluent Portuguese later on down the line. Does that make sense?
0: It makes perfect sense. And, and again, uh, what I love about what you just said, because it really, uh, you know, often when, uh, and again, this comes up from clients, is people, have, people think there has to be some drastic change to be your best self. There really doesn't. The first thing you have to do, and you have to do this, the first thing is become present. To become, even look at yourself and the roles you play you have to become present which just means stop worrying that's the first thing you cannot because that's that's anything going off in your mind that is a negative which a lot of us tend to do because we're even if we don't think that we're being negative most of us are worrying most of the time that's a fact we're worrying about stuff that's already happened or stuff that's not even happened yet, most of us live in that vicious cycle which does nothing for us whatsoever. So to start with, the one drastic change you have to do is just become present in yourself, literally in the moment. And that can often just by mantras. I love mantras. Things like this, for, like years back, if anyone's wants to do about mantras, I think, again, you're hippie, you're off, you're nut. Mantras help quieten the crap that we do talk about to ourselves all day every day so instead of letting the mind go and ah oh, this meditation don't work this don't work my best self don't work listen to all that shit and know that none of that you actually even believe you know it's bollocks you know it's not true you know it doesn't make you feel good these are knowings so you can know to stop it just by I'm present. I'm present. Mind's still going off. No, I'm present. I'm present. I'm feeling good. I am happy. I'm alive. I love me. I'm grateful for me. Tell yourself positive things because again, what it does, your body reacts and people look into serotonin. I always bring this stuff up. Look into how we produce serotonin, how our body produces this amazing chemical, which is so important to healing. Cause again, there's another Massive factor about being your best self is about healing, and this is again, I know we always refer to, but this is the lessons of working with people that have been told they 're going to die. They become their best selves, and all of a sudden you can 't help but notice wow, I need to look at myself because look at them now in there now, and it makes me realize i 'm worrying about because, because i 'm working with them they 've been told they 're deaf sometimes going to die, and my mind will slip off to Thinking about dying or what will happen. How unpresent is that? How anti, uh, what, you know, the complete antithesis of what we're supposed to be doing when you're experiencing someone else's presence is you become present with them. And again, this is about the roles you play. If you're becoming present in yourself, the roles that you're putting energy into, if that recipient of your energy, no matter who it is, is not being present with you, then guess what? You've got two choices. You can either get ready, we your ego and do the right thing and pull them on it and actually bring them. You know you're not being present with me right now. And then, that's, that, in fact, that's the one choice you have, excuse me. But then they've got a choice, the person. They can either be present or accept that you're going to shut them off. Because you are entitled to protect your energy in your best self. And that, in fact, is one of the most important parts about being your best self, is protecting what you're entitled to protect. Now, just to be clear, you can't be lazy. Being your best self and all this stuff doesn't, to look across the board and all your roles and think, oh, you know, know, I can cut that person off. Don't be lazy. You can't be lazy in your best self. The first thing is the mirror. The mirror has to come up and you have to gauge your performance in your roles. That's where it starts. Not with a finger. Oh, yeah, that that person always is negative. What are you doing in that role? How has it got to that stage where that's where you're gauging it at now? You've allowed it to. Of course you have because it's there now. When you think about that role, there's a negative thought goes off. Why now, if you can honestly say, actually, do you know what? That's all on them because I've been present every single time. I've put in just as much as they have through this. I've got the extra one, then fine. Then maybe it's time to have that talk to say, listen, I'm, you know, you you make an attempt that, that for me, I'm not saying this is a, a, a compulsory choice, but for me, I think I'd always, I'd always want to ego check myself to maybe just make that phone call one more time. Because again, if you're doing it from the soul, from the right place, guaranteed, no matter what happens, whether you get the response that you expect, which could be egotistical, or you get a different response. Again, you no longer have to deal with that part. You've done your bit. You're then in your best self zone in that role straight away. Why? Because you become present in that role and you have pulled it. And on the flip side, it could be there's that one role that you're completely happy with and it is that role. Phone them up. Don't just phone up the ones... Haza, mate, love you, bruv. What we're doing, amazing. Let's crack on. That's being my best self. That's bringing myself present. That's showing gratitude. Really, really important elements because like the ego, the soul, being in, your, being in the now and learning to be your best self, all of this stuff attributes to something that is so important and something that we are all entitled to, which is Inner healing of well being across the board because inner healing means your well being, well being, your being now, not well being or well not there yet, well being, and that is massively important.
1: Yeah, I was just trying to think of other examples of uh, how we can shop as a bestseller, which people can relate to. Uh, office environment at work. I know the last two years, maybe we haven't had that, but we get influenced so much by other people. And like James said, don't, you don't do it like half-hearted, but sometimes we fall into that trap when we see everyone else doing things half-hearted. So within the office environment, let's say that people are uh, leaving early or they are on their social media, or they are doing these things that if you ask yourself, what is my best self doing right now? It wouldn't involve those things. And if you know that you're showing up as your best self and you keep showing up, at some point you'll get recognized for it. And if you don't and you know you don't get recognized for you being your best self and you can be honest with it, then you now have a choice. You can say, okay, I'm not maybe, uh, I'm not maybe. I should be somewhere else where well, I am appreciated as my best self because I know what I'm doing is my best self. Best self doesn't just happen as a one time. I've done a task as best as I can. You show up every day as your best self and do what you can. And I think within each moment, sometimes it's just to write things down. What does that look like? Or, or, or quick che- uh, check-in with yourself. What can I do right now as my best self? I'm getting really frustrated and people not doing it. OK, what is the best one? I'm going to write a little strategy, a game plan. I'm going to maybe have a meeting with the, the manager. And this is what I'm going to be doing over the next uh, four weeks. You come up with this all on yourself rather than just moaning that things are not happening and they're not doing that or they're finishing it. I might as well just go early too. And honestly, this is powerful. If you show up as your best self, always, and keep focused on that, you will get rewarded. Life rewards you for it. And you'll enjoy it when you know it starts coming to play. Things don't happen overnight. And sometimes when you change and you make these changes in your life, other people are not used to it. And it's a big personal journey for me. Like, there's certain things that people don't get used to. They don't enjoy you trying to be better. And they're trying to pull you down. What will my best self do on this reaction right now? Because if I don't be my best self, I then go and, like, cave in. And all of a sudden, I come back to my old self again. So sometimes know that, like, this is a journey. And if you keep reminding yourself, at this moment in time, how do I show up? And keep saying it all the time people eventually then get used to you being your best self always. Oh, you've always got that one person in on the football team. It's just hard working all the time. No matter what, he just shows up. You've got the person in the office. It's, no matter what comes his way, he just manages to just keep doing it. You have respect for those people. What's stopping you being that person? And it all starts with you.
0: It's bang on, mate. And the thing is, what you just explained perfectly was what, what I learned personally from working with people that, um, that are sick, very sick, is that whole element of taking back control. And I'll give you the example of what you just said about, you know, like writing things down, making a strategy. So the amount of people over the last eight years that have been told, that, that we've experienced have been told, that like, really, sorry, so up your affairs, it, it, you know, we've done everything we can now. So all of a sudden, they've been forcibly handed the plate so now they've got to deal with what's on that plate they have to there's no other and what's incredible is and truthfully is being completely transparent we've experienced two types the egotistical and the soulful type the egotistical type folds and they become what they've been labeled and because they've been told by that person that there's nothing else they can do anymore As far as they're concerned, their ego says, well, if they can't do anything for me, for you, nor can you, and they fold. And then you've got the other person, which is incredible, is you get that after that finger coming from the white jacket of, I'm really sorry, there's nothing more we can do for you, is there's there's like a whole hand that comes back and shakes them. Well, do you know what? I'm going to look at what I can do for myself. And they take back control and then they make a plan which we've been involved with helping people build these plans but they they all the content and the magic comes from the person but you know we can help them lay it out and and just be there as a reminder and and help again you can help others be be their best self by being your best self so me and harry being our best self with these people is making sure when they're talking to me and harry there's no emotional attachment. Whatever they come with e- egotistically will push it back at them, no matter what state they're in, and say, so did you hear what you just said? Now fix that. Have a listen to what your ego just said. Is that your best self? And it's funny that people laugh often. You get that laugh because <laughs> they know, that's my ego. Like, 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 let me get focused. Let me become present again. Because, like I said, being your best self starts with just being present in yourself. And the best way to do that genuinely is if you're struggling, oh, this don't work, that don't work, go and stand in front of a mirror and watch and hear and feel how your egos makes you feel stupid and oh, what am I doing? That guy on Instagram told me to do it. And all them inner voices, and this is, but this is my agenda, is you're standing in front of that mirror to acknowledge, just notice all this shit. But then start looking at yourself in the eyes and start telling yourself, you're handsome, you're beautiful, you're kind, you're loving, you're fit, you're healthy. And then switch it to I. I love you. I love me. I am healthy. I am happy. Again, why would you not? Think about that for a minute. Why would you not? Not think that about yourself, know that about yourself. You think enough shit about yourself, why can't you know? Just like if you was looking at, imagine you're looking in that mirror and you see yourself at five or six years old. You'd quite easily say, I love you. You're amazing. You're beautiful. You're kind. You're loving. You've got everything to live for. You've got the world at your feet. You tell them all that. Right, keep that chain of thought, but look at you now. What's changed? A lot of shit which you can clear out by just going oh yeah that's i understand you're right i don't appreciate myself i don't love myself that's not being self-indulgent no you're just acknowledging your soul appreciating your body your shell because your soul doesn't age people and that's a fact Look to science your energy source as they call it is, is ageless is timeless it doesn't change your body Changes. So again, it's an egotistical change that happens because physically we get old and we might put on a bit of weight, we might lose hair, we might have to rebuild teeth. Like we get all these things that we become conscious about that really mean fuck all. One thing my wife said to me years ago, which resonated with me so much, she went, You know, some people dread getting old. She went, I'm just going to feel so privileged to get old and it really resonated with me I thought you know what that is a beautiful way to look at life you should be so grateful for every lady for you women out there for every stretch mark from your kids every extra bit of fat that you've got from your child because this is a big one that's been quite relevant lately that I've been hearing Appreciate what that body has done, what that mark means, what that extra bit that's a bit more difficult to get hold of. Is that a constant reminder to let you know just how incredible an experience your body went through to produce a baby? Lads, for losing our hair, for getting hair in places on our backs and all these weird places that don't look good when you're by the beach anymore. Appreciate the fact that you're still here living breathing and think of the people that around you that aren't here within your lifetime. Would they have given a shit about having a bit about losing their hair, about having hair in places they don't feel comfortable with? These are stupid, egotistical common examples of just how little we think of ourselves. If you think about it rather than appreciating just the fact that we're alive and that uh, we're here now. Doesn't matter what happened before, what's going to happen next. We're here now. That's something to be very, very grateful about. And that's your best self. And no one can take it away from you. No one can teach you how to be it. It's just you. It's there. It's already inbuilt. All you need to do now is, like I said, lift that mirror up, acknowledge the noise that goes off, but just notice your thoughts. Just notice what your thoughts are like. Don't let them lead to another thought. Notice it. Let it go. Let the noise quiet and start telling yourself just how much you think of yourself. Actually, that's very negative. How much you know of yourself. You know that you're loving. You know that you're kind. All the most important things in life, you already are. You 100% are. That's a fact. It's already inbuilt. All you need to do is acknowledge your best self.
1: You, you made a really, really key point as well. If you want other people to change around you, it starts from you. What you put out comes back. But you being your best self will influence everyone else around you in your life. That is guaranteed. And that's the same with anything. Look at the boss. The companies that thrive, they respect their boss because their boss is doing exactly what he's setting everyone else to. He's got respect because he shows up as, or she mm-hmm. shows up as the best self. But you can't influence your team if you're then turning up or you're not turning up at all. I've, I've had many clients that are like, oh, the boss don't come in, they don't care. It's just a piss take and do, because they're not showing up. And again, that's a ripple effect through the company. So if you want things to change and the people around you in your life to change, it starts with you. Same with parenting. You can't expect your kids to be a certain way if you're not then being your best self either. They're looking up to you as the example. Your actions, your behaviors, and all the words that come out of your mouth and all your beliefs, that gets fed down to them without you knowing it or, or knowing it. It all starts with you being your best self. And fundamentally, our lives only come back to us. <laughs> Always. We can't control anything else. But if we show up as our best self, all that stuff changes too.
0: mean, yeah, that's beautiful. I think that's a great way to end it.
1: So, yeah, I hope you enjoyed that, guys. And just to recap on the exercise, just for you guys, all the roles that you play in life, just take your time, write them all down, all the different roles. And then you could do two things. You can rank yourself first of all, not being the worst, 10 being the best. How would you rank yourself on these roles that you play? Second one, to remove the ego out of the way. Go and answer it for someone else. Imagine your kids are answering that same question for you. What would they say about you not being the worst, 10 being the best as your best self? The real answer's coming then. That ego completely gets removed out of the way. And then lastly is to finish. What one thing can you do on each one of those roles over the next week? Just one thing. And you're going to start seeing all these new things just start happening in your life because there's awareness to it and you're taking action.
0: Perfect. Lovely, mate. So, yeah, and moving forward, we're going to start... We've glad talk health. We've we've finally got into a routine Mondays and Wednesdays. Um, we are going to now start interviewing people uh, on one of the shows, and it's every single person. I guarantee you, the story they have to tell is phenomenal, humbling. So we're we've got um, a lovely young lady called Talaya that should be coming on soon. Hopefully, over the next couple of weeks, we'll get that sorted, Hazard. Um, so yeah, just look out for because we what that's why I was keen early on when Kelly jumped on Hazard it is, is we, it's not Lads Talk Health is not there. The has and J show it's we, we're sharing stuff that we're experiencing. This is stuff that's changing our lives, our clients lives, our families lives, our partners. lives. It's experiential knowledge that we just want to share. And when other people jump and go, yeah, I'm experiencing this and I'm experienced, or I've listened to what you said and I've realized that that's what, the point of this whole whole Lads Talk Health platform is about is about making sure that by us being our best selves is we're trying to influence that best self mentality to everybody else that, that listens, comes into our energy space, into our energy field, which always starts with, as soon as you step into this place with us, you're already your best self as far as we're concerned. We have nothing else to gauge it on other than you right now which is your best self. So look out for interviews coming up uh, and uh, some more workshops as well. Awesome stuff. All right,
1: how's bye uh, catch you soon. Take care, care, mate. Cool. See soon. you, man.